Welcome everybody. Oh, I thought it does that. I already screwed up. What's new? All right. Welcome everybody to the hangout. Uh, have a few people in the chat room already. So hello, hello there. Uh, you don't like people in the chat room, Patrick? There you go. All right. So we hope to have a few more people. Uh, we still hope to have. Maybe Ryan join us from Nerdgasm. Uh, it's looking like everybody's having internet problems today. So, uh, with that said, this is a roundtable discussion with uh, just the KBGT members. So, uh, Grumpy Kitty's Frank. What's up? <laughs> and Patrick on the webcam. What do you do? There you go, there you go. And if, if Ryan does get his internet to work, he is going to join us too. Uh, unfortunately, Matt. With his internet? Yeah, that's what he said. Uh, unfortunately, Matt over at uh, Intrepid Audio Productions, uh, his he just moved and his internet's just not working. So, uh, well, you know, this is going to be a discussion about PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. So, with that said, let's uh, go ahead and get started. First question for you guys. Uh, what did you think of the PlayStation 4 show? I know it was a few months ago now, but did you generally like it? Did, think that they could have done better or what, or, or whatever? Just the show itself, not the specs, not the games, the show itself. Well, I mean, I, I never really watched all of it. I only watched some of it um, since I had to work that day. But, I mean, I, I think they could have show, showed more console. Personally, yeah, I agree. Or any console. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Show a console. Um, I just think that, uh, yeah, they they were trying to focus more on their games and the graphics and stuff. And to me, and their their user interface and such. Yeah, I mean, to me, that's E three shit. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's what about you, Frank? Well, I mean. Uh... I, I don't know. I, I I felt it was missing. It was, it was kind of lacking, but it is kind of early. And and then when you, and I'm kind of skipping ahead, but you know, you even compare with the 360. It's there's not too much being put out there. You mean um, the one? Yeah. Well, with the Xbox, <laughs> you know, there's no. You you know, I mean, I mean, in comparison, you you know, I was just saying both of them were kind of, you know, not too much information. And then of course with the PS4, they didn't even you know show it. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't show the console at all. Um, well, for me, uh, when I saw the PS4 show, I was thinking, I was actually uh, impressed. I didn't mind that they didn't show the console. Uh, that I mean, I was expecting it, of course. I was expecting something, even if it was just a, a glimpse in the background, you know. But um, they showed a lot of the architecture that they're changing, and that's the main thing about PS3 that needs to be changed, is the a architecture. glimpse in the background. And, huh? <laughs> it's a glimpse in the background. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, it would have been better than nothing, you know what I mean? Crush so, Bandicoot I'm, just runs through, like, the back. He's, like, holding it up, holding but he just it. sprints through. Yeah, seriously. Um, so I was hoping that 
but but the thing is, the PS4 really impressed me on other things, such as their uh, stream, their streaming service, and and all how they had their system planned out for the next X amount of years. They didn't give a year count like they did with the PlayStation 3, but at the same time, it was still. You could tell that they're thinking, you know, five years from now, eight years from now, um, with the cloud, uh, cloud backwards compatibility and such like that. You know, they're really thinking about where the system's going to go from here. Um, uh, what about the Xbox One show? Once again, I, I think that I think they did a little better by by showing more of the console stuff and some of the things that you're going to use with it. A lot of people want are going to complain. Oh, they didn't show games. They didn't show this or that. But personally, I think that's what E3 is. The E3 is on Monday, and you know that's what they can show the games off and all this other stuff. Now they don't want to be sitting there focusing their whole E3 show on the console. They announced the console. They showed the console. They can elaborate more on it at E3. But I think they did a better route than PlayStation because at least they showed it and showed some more stuff that you're going to do on it. To me, it was more like. For PlayStation, it was more of a look at the games that we're going to have on on, on our system. The graphics yeah. are going to look really good, but that's about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, with me, it was kind. Of, I, I thought it was kind of funny because with Xbox, they again they stumbled. They attempted to give more information about the you know the DRM and how it was going to work, if it was going to be required to be online. Of course, it took them a couple days to clarify that, but it was kind of funny by giving more information or at least attempting to give more information about that. They kind of stumbled in that, and actually they would have been probably better off if they did with the PS, like the the PlayStation 4 and just simply didn't comment on it and just left it as a blank because they're starting to take a lot of heat because... You know, originally because they stumbled on it, and then now because yeah. they are stating what it is, you know, people don't like it. They didn't like, you know, the, you know, the lack of clarity, and they didn't like what it is now. Now that you know, it's known what you know how the DRM is going to work on it. Well, um, okay. Well, well, I was going to say I, I, the way I feel, and we I, we we said this on a previous episode. No matter what, there's going to be someone who's going to bitch that they didn't say enough. Then you're gonna have the fanboys who're gonna say, "Oh my God, this is the greatest thing in the world!" And no matter, I mean, they're always gonna have the fanboys who go to the extreme, and you're gonna have the haters that, no matter what, they're gonna have to find something to hate on it, no matter what. Well, yeah, of course. Um, I mean, that's for anything. That's I, I, video games I, I, or anything. Yeah, I mean, like personally, both could have showed more of this, and and and, and could have showed more of that. But I mean, I think the the Xbox came out and and showed. Look, this is about a console reveal. So here's the console, here's what the controller is, here's some of the stuff you're going to be able to do off the dashboard, which is pretty much the console. Yeah. You know, I mean, what's PlayStation 4 going to say? Oh, look, we have a, here's our console. Oh, wait, we didn't show a console. Here's what you can do on the console. Oh, wait, we showed you games. We didn't show you all well, the no, interface they sh- stuff. They actually showed, uh, PlayStation 4 showed a ton of what you can do on their console. Uh, they actually well, showed... I, I, didn't, I don't remember, well, like I said, I missed the majority of it, but... Yeah, um, well, I mean, like they didn't show a, they didn't show a PlayStation Home, did they? <laughs> I don't think there's gonna be a PlayStation Home. Um, on the PlayStation Four show, uh, they did show more of the architecture um, and how it's changing from the PlayStation Three. Like I said, that was an important thing that made me like the PlayStation Four show was that 
they were like, hey, you know what? Here's a few games, but you know what? You know what the games are going to look like. They're going to look amazing. Let me show you what you're going to be doing besides gaming. And uh, Xbox did that too, but Xbox took the other, uh, the opposite route of let me show you a few games and concentrate on the architecture. So it was almost opposite. The thing I didn't like about the place, or okay, the Xbox One show. Um, while I was watching it, I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. You know, there's a lot of cool features, but it left so many questions for me. And I know, you know, E3 is, was, uh, uh, what, a month and a half away at that point. Um, so I think that that's what they were thinking too is E3 is coming. Let's just get this reveal out. Let's reveal the system itself, do what everybody was saying that the PS4 didn't do. And then when E uh, E3 comes around, then we can do all the other things. Uh, and that's fine, except for the fact that they said a few things that left it so up in the air, like the always on, um, the used game thing. And like Frank said, they didn't come out until a few days later uh, with ex the exact, actually the uh, always on, always online thing, they actually didn't come out with the official specs until this week. So that was my problem with it. Yeah, and it was, it was kind of annoying too, because, uh, you, you know, even between you know, the president and different reps, a lot of people in the company for Xbox, they were all kind of, they were conflicting <laughs> each other um, as far as what they stated. Um, yeah, yeah. One of the lead, uh, I forgot exactly who he was, but one of the lead people of, of the system came out and said, no, it's, you don't have to always be online. And then the president came out the same day and said, well, that's not exactly true. And uh, we'll get on, into that in a little bit. But uh, basically... It wasn't until just a few days ago that the official official word on what always on online means for Xbox. And and then oh. again, um, I mean, I mean, this is a weird uh, scenario because it's a new thing with gaming, and you know we have these you know both consoles basically going you know they're they're likely going to both go the route of having either some or you know it's very very strict DRM and. Um, it's it's just kind of kind of interesting uh, because you know Xbox is taking a lot of flack, but PlayStation they could be even worse if they just haven't said anything. They have the gain of just you know not yeah. having. Looks like we lost Patrick, but I'm sure he'll be back. <laughs> I, I think he got upset. He uh, maybe he had a <laughs> he had a bad reaction. He just said screw this. He's like you know what <laughs> I don't PS4 know. sucks. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I'm not sure what's going on with Patrick. He sh he should just be able to come right back into the room. So hopefully, um, hopefully he'll do that. In the meantime, um, uh, do you think that Sony after because after their show, they had what about a month and a half, two months before the Xbox show? Yeah. And they were they were under fire. They were like, oh, you didn't show the console, you didn't show the console. But you know that was basically the only thing people were saying about them. Granted, they didn't. Uh, they didn't give details on they're always on if there is such a thing or their used game policy or or whatever uh, at all. They didn't even mention it. Yeah. But um, they were under fire for not showing their console, for, for having a bad show. But as soon as the Xbox One show came out, all of a sudden no one's talking about the PS4 right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, that's why it's, it's kind of funny. Um, I think PS4 is, you know, they're like, like I was saying, you know, just saying again, um, I just feel they're really they're they're at a you know a large gain just because they're they're not doing anything. It's kind of like 
you know, Xbox is is kind of messing themselves up by uh, putting all this stuff out, and you know, PlayStation, yeah, no. has, PlayStation has just gained by not putting out bad news, but they haven't put out good news. But as far exactly. as just that, as far as DRM, but they they just avoided bad news. And I wonder. Well, well, I was gonna say it's funny because Xbox might take a lot of flack, but. For all we know, like I said, PlayStation, they might even have more, they might even have stricter rules. They might not even allow, you, you know, like uh, some of the DRM that's going to be where, you know, publishers could, you know, block, uh, they, they could decide to block, uh, you, you know, use game, game totally. sales. PlayStation could, you know, just decide where, like, hey, it's not even up to the, the developer. We're just not going to do it at all. And um, right now, just Xbox has so much flack that they, you know, PS4 could just kind of sneak in and, you know, add some uh, add some rules and just kind of get away with it. I, I mean, at least as far as you know, taking heat from uh, the press and everything. I'm on the fans. Um, yeah, Patrick said he'll be right back on. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I agree. And and the the thing is, right now we don't know where the PlayStation Four is going. Um, I I just think it's kind of funny because I almost wonder if they decided Sony decided to wait. When they they're like, okay, you know what? We put it out there. We're not going to answer any questions. We're not going to put our foot in our mouth anymore. Yeah. Let's wait to E3 to say anything else, and uh, let's see what X or what Microsoft is going to do. And then they watch the Microsoft show, and they're like, you know what? We're just going to stay quiet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I truly believe that that's kind of what uh, Sony's mentality is right now. Um, but uh, I also think that. We're going to see, uh, this is just a prediction with me, I think we're going to see that uh, even if Sony was planning a lot of these um, uh, restrictions, I don't, I think we're going to, we're not going to see them. I don't, I don't think they're going to happen. Um, Sony knows that this is their last chance for a good console. If they, if they go, well, I, I think it is. If they go down as bad as they did for the first three-fourths of the PS3 life, then they're not going to make another console. Uh, you're you're going to see Nintendo always be around, and Microsoft is going to be the dominant uh, uh, high-quality console. Well, I I think, uh, you know, with them, you, you know, they want to compete with 360. I think it'll be kind of interesting. They could almost take advantage of this, even if they had the plan to actually have DRM. The thing is, is now that they know it's not popular and they know Xbox has taken all this flack for it, they they could almost try to, you know, up one-up them and be like, hey, no DRM at all, and... You know, it's actually a really good opportunity for PlayStation to just be like, you know what, Xbox, you, you kind of been leaning for a second, but, you know, hey, we're going to be number one again, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and, and I've said it since um, since the beginning, since, uh, well, not the beginning, since, since the PS4 reveal, that, you know, PS4 has a few things they have to do in order to make this console uh, generation work for them. One thing is stay away from um, strict DRM, system DRM. Um, don't go with restricting the users of, of anything. And the price. The price has to be reasonable. It can't well, be $600. Well, one thing I, I was thinking, too, um, I don't know if I'm skipping ahead, but uh, one thing I was thinking is how we were saying, and, and again, uh, there's been success with indie games on, on 360, but you know they kind of keep it in the back, and it's looking like they might even push kind of indie games even farther. Um, you know, away from like, I mean, you know, to some extent the mainstream, main screen, but just kind of make it not a prominent, as prominent, you know, as they are now. 
And the thing is, is I'm just thinking that's another another thing where PlayStation they could completely open it up, kind of like we were saying earlier with like the Oya and you know things like that, where they could just you know I think if they do those two things, they could really just dominate right now. Even if they do go back, um, I mean, even if if Xbox decides to change their mind later, just you know by never kind of staggering around on their own opinion, you know, they could uh, kind of benefit. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like you were just mentioning indie games, and we talked about this on our last podcast, and basically with indie games, you really, um, it, it's something that's really popular right now and, and really needs to lead the, the the next generation, I think. Not lead, but uh, it'll be up there with main games. So I think that um, by having an open platform for indies, I think it'll be a very uh, positive thing, as where uh, Microsoft is basically saying, we're not going to care about indies. I mean, really, that's what they're coming out and saying, because they're doing the same thing twice. They're doing the 360 and the uh, uh, Xbox One, doing the same type of uh, thing with indie games, where really they don't care about them. And I, I really think that oh, there goes Patrick again. <laughs> he, he got upset again. He, I, I don't know. Maybe he heard something. He said, "You know what? <laughs> indie games? No." <laughs> I mean, um, he, yeah, he, he said he didn't like uh, indie games last time we were talking. So, well, not that he didn't like them, but he just never played that many. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm uh, answering people in the chat room. Uh, so, with that said, uh, do you think that PlayStation? will embrace the indie? I mean, not much has been said other than the fact that they will have an indie... Okay, well, okay, it's come out that said that they will have a place for indie on their... indie indie gamers on their uh, system. And Xbox has come out and said, we're not changing our policy with indie gamers. I'm back! Hey, finally! I think my laptop overheated or something. I felt underneath it, it was like fucking hella hot. Yeah. Uh, so we're talk. We're just uh, we went through. We're talking about indie games now, um, kind of recapping what we talked about in the last podcast. Um, and basically, I was just asking Frank, does he think that uh, that will matter too much for the future of the consoles? Do you think that having a place for indie developers could change the outcome of the console war? Well, I mean, I I think they should at least. You know, again, we, we've seen, you know, some success. Well, not some. I mean, it's, you know, there's been a couple games that have been really huge as far as uh, indie games go. And I, I kind of see, you know, the with with all the tools available now, it's it's real easy to put out something that's, you know, really high quality that's, you know, as, as far as the indie game. And I, I kind of see that, that uh, genre kind of building. Um, so maybe even if it isn't worth a, you know, big considerance now, I mean, just setting themselves up for the future, I, I think they should, you know, consider it. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, with all the, uh, with, I mean, you look at Steam, and Steam is growing daily. Um, a lot of people who once were huge console fans are going to Steam, not necessarily uh, uh, abandoning ship from their consoles, but also, you know, like, because Steam deals, I mean, come on, I got, uh, I got games like Fallout 4, Fallout New Vegas, um, Borderlands. I got them all for under five bucks a pop. You just can't do that on console, especially if you're going to go to the next generation and you're not going to be able to buy used games without paying a fee. Then, you know, more people I think are going to flock to um, 
Steam because you know what? Truthfully, you don't have to have that powerful of a PC to play these games on medium quality settings. Some of them on high. I mean, um, my laptop is now a year and a half old, and I could probably still play a lot of the new games on medium or high. And I think Patrick's uh, is about the same, a little older than mine, about six months older, and he could probably still play a lot of them on medium high. So, I mean, do you think that um, if, if, okay, so we talked a little about used games. We haven't talked about too much, but with, with the change in used games, let's say that uh, both PS3 and Xbox 360 changes to where there's no longer going to be used games. Uh, well, I mean, without paying a fee. You know, you sell them for $15 back to GameStop. Uh, the person buys it for $20, and then you still have to pay a $10 fee to uh, the company, who the publisher, in order to play those games. Do you think that that's going to drive more people away from consoles and into things like Steam? Well, you know, the funny thing is, is, is in thinking about it, um, with you know, like you know, like say for example, Steam, right? Uh, it's kind of funny. Uh, the you know, the consoles are taking, you know, the heat for you know, considering not allowing the use, you know, you know, you know, use video games. But it's kind of funny because if you think about it, you know, if if the the negative reaction would it be to go to Steam? It's like, well, Steam, you know, never you can't sell, you know, you can't sell games on Steam. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, I think there's still. I mean, it'll be kind of interesting. I, I think there's still room for for both, but I don't know. What do you think, Patrick? Because you're not a Steam person at all. I mean, me and Frank at least uh, no. have Steam. What if, I think uh, I made an account once, but then never did nothing with it. <laughs> so you're uh, saying I, that, huh? I know you're well, not a big use, use game, uh, use game, use game gamer anyway. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I at the end of the day, with the use game thing, it's uh, I mean, you know, coming from a personal standpoint, it's not going to affect me because I don't really, I hardly ever buy used games. I'm just. And it's not that I'm against used games or anything like that. I'm glad they're out there. I'm just uh, weird when it comes to stuff like that. You know, I'm usually the one buying the collector's edition, and then I sit back and go, why the hell did I buy a collector's edition? <laughs> yeah, I've done you that. Know, uh, yeah, so, um, but I, I, I just find it hard that you're, to believe that, I mean, if, it, if it's just something like, oh, you have to pay a small fee to be able to play the, play it, then that don't bug me, but it it just it I don't know it's just kind of, it seems kind of stupid to that you would cut your market out that's that's the big market of why some people buy systems they only buy you games you know yeah but so, I do think I do think that the like yeah. you know a PlayStation and Xbox and, or Nintendo whoever should get a profit of those used games I, you know until you had told me otherwise I thought they were yeah. I didn't realize no, I, it was I just GameStop that. or whatever. But uh, I mean, yeah, hell, I think that yeah, they should get a profit. Of that. I and mean, people who say they they shouldn't, I mean, why not? That game is being resold. Should they get it at full value? Hell no. But no. I mean, if they're if that game is going like okay, so I bought a game, I bought Final Fantasy Thirteen at GameStop, turned it in after I was done playing with it, and someone else is buying it from the same exact GameStop. I mean, why wouldn't they? Be, why why shouldn't they get the, a profit off of that? It just doesn't make sense. Now, if I'm selling yeah. it. Now, now, if I bought it and I'm done with it, and I say, "Hey, Jeremy, I'll sell this Final Fantasy 13 to you for ten bucks," you know, okay, yeah, it's, you know, that's just a private sale, you know, whatever. I, uh, but 
if it's going, or if you're selling it on Amazon or something, then something or like eBay. that, then yeah, because that's still like a personal sale. Mm-hmm. But like, if it's going through the like a GameStop or Best Buy, I guess because they're starting to use games now, then yeah, they should like get a profit off of it. I, I well, I think so, but I, I agree. I think they should too. Um, all right, moving. Oh, one last question about um, Steam with uh, the first hot. Steam <laughs> with the first Steam box coming out. Um, and granted, the first Steam box is unofficial and it's, it costs over a thousand dollars. But Damn. let's say a couple, yeah, let's say a couple years from now, well, it's a computer, pretty much. Yeah, it's basically uh, a gaming rig. Uh, let's say a couple years from now, we see these um, Steam box starting to come out, and Steam lets third-party companies make them. So let's say we have these Steam box coming out that uh, can play all these games in HD um, and cost the same amount for as as your your. Xbox three or Xbox One or PS four, and but yet you can still get all the deals because it's all digital and you can still get all the Steam deals. Would you consider that something that could possibly uh, change the way consoles work? Well, uh, it's kind of hard to say until it happens, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean. I don't, I don't know. Like that's one thing I was saying. That's kind of interesting is uh, with consoles. You know, we knew, we had the you know where we could usually you know we were buying a physical media and you know that was something like you know like I was saying you could you know let someone borrow you could sell again and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the thing is, is you know if Steam comes out, you know they just have a complete you know nothing like that. I mean, to some extent, it could make it more I guess acceptable. You know, again with me, I do like. The sense of having the physical media, mm-hmm. but I almost feel that that's something that's going to go away anyway. Um, one thing I was uh, thinking is, um, you know, and, and this is, I mean, as just far as like just stating it's like with how consoles are changing, you know, one thing I, I was always thinking is, uh, you know, like now we'll have DLC and stuff like that, and that's you know acceptable. We'll, you know, people have their own feelings on it, but you know, some people like you know having the add-ons and stuff to games, but it's just kind of. Um, it's kind of weird because, like, I, I think, like, say, Super Mario Brothers three, right? If I have the cartridge, forever I could play Super Mario Brothers three. Anyone you know that I want to let borrow for you know could forever play Super Mario Brothers three. Mm-hmm. But say, say like, uh, and, and well, maybe I shouldn't use a multiplayer game. But say like uh, Grand Theft Auto or something where, or maybe even like Mass Effect, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, where I could buy Mass Effect, I could, you know, forever play Mass Effect. All my friends could play it if I let them borrow it. But there's always, you know, if if I bought certain DLC, it might not be where they could play it all. And then say like, say five years down the line, when, you know, say Xbox, you know, support for the 360 is no longer around, and I can't play my Mass Effect 3 on Xbox One, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I could see someone buying. Mass Effect 3, say six years down the line, use right. The DS, the, that DLC, they'll they'll never ha- they'll they'll never have really access to it. You know, it's something where it'd have to come out as a re-release or, you know, come out on PC or something. And so I almost see it as where, you know, my ability to just buy a game and have it and forever have it and have all of it might not even be there, you know, soon already. Um, well, and well, and that's well. Even uh, well, one thing. Sorry, real quick is one thing I was even thinking was uh, 
content updates, uh, free content updates, not even, um, not even, you know, anything that where we have to buy. If you know, like I said, if three, if support for the Xbox 360 uh, being online goes away in like five, six years, how it did for the original Xbox, you know, I could buy a new Xbox by Fallout 3 and then not be able to beat it because the free update that fixed the bug at the end of the game I can't get anymore. That's true. So, and that brings the whole and that brings uh, the whole dynamic not only to uh, retail games like that, but also all the games you buy online or um, uh, like well talking about the next generation consoles um, with always on well, uh, well, you know, just real quick, uh, you know, like what I was saying is I almost feel like already, you know, parts of the game are, you know, they have a timestamp on it of how long it'll be there to where, like I would say right now where, where if you buy a game, you're not always going to have all of it, you know, five years down the line. You know, you know me, I, I like retro games, so, you know, people might say like, oh, I don't, I'm not going to care about this game five years from now, but, you know, I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to hunt down a... One of the I'm trying to hunt down Mario Tennis right now on a Virtual Boy, you know. That's the next game I want to get. So for me, you know, a game that, you know, it's gonna slowly disappear over the years because part of its content is online. It, you know, it's kind of a bummer, but it almost feels like it's already there, partially. And so I guess it's a trend where it almost is gonna. You could almost see it, you know, the whole game going to, you know, being, you know and something out there in the cloud, it's not even an actual thing you're buying, but it's kind of a bummer, but I almost feel it's going that way anyway. And yeah. I don't like it, but, you know, we're already kind of halfway there. It's it's more like you're renting a game for uh, for the life of the server. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, that's basically where I was going is, um, you know, with with these oh, Steam, with Steam games, you know, there this is, this is the first, uh, Steam was the first digital download um, type service that was major. It had major releases and everything. So people are saying basically, what what happens when Steam downs their server? You know, it, it could be 20 years from now. What happens when they close down their server? What happens to the, all those thousands of games that people have bought? Yeah. You know, if you don't have it downloaded, what? It go bye bye. Uh, uh, it's like you get one last chance to download them, and then if you don't, they're gone forever. Um. And and with always on, you know, it's like like you just said. Uh, well, let's talk a little about. Well, before we get into that, uh, one of the guests in our chat room said uh, a fee to play used games will only um, alienate a lot of people, for the simple fact that um, it costs extra, or um, because it's an extra step in buying a used game. Uh, how do you think that it hasn't been said exactly how this fee will be charged? How do you think that they're going to go about it? I I think um, if anything, it's going to be uh, when you purchase it, it's going to be already added on. Like say say you you know you go to buy a used game at GameStop and they have it set for it should be like just throwing the price out there twenty bucks, right? Well, um, I think they're going to probably have a standard on the game how much to charge. So instead of it being twenty bucks, it might be twenty five or thirty bucks. You know, I'm just throwing. I mean, I'm just talking on my ass. I'm just throwing the numbers out there. So I don't know. You're basically saying um, the company will get a percentage of what GameStop charges. I think so. Okay, that I think would be the only way that this could possibly work. 
the way I I think it'll happen, unfortunately, and the way I think that um, it would be the worst way to do it would be you buy the used game from GameStop, you get home, put it in, and then you have to buy something digitally. A pass. Well, I mean, but, but then that's not that big of a deal either. I mean, as long, if it's the same, you know, at the end of the but day. Unless, about, it, unless it's like, okay, I just bought this game for 25 bucks, and now I have to buy a pass for another 25 bucks. Well, I was thinking more like uh, GameStop will have to lower their prices. So let's just say, let's just go with what you what you were saying earlier. A game was twenty bucks, so now it's going to be twenty bucks then, and then five bucks when you get home. The problem with that is a lot of kids still play games, and um, simply put, they don't have access to credit cards, um, and parents don't like putting their credit cards on there. Parents don't like paying extra, and parents don't know better. So um, I mean, as as we get older, as as we grow up and have kids and such a little different because we're a little more educated with games and technology but uh you know the 40 50 years old 50 year olds right now still aren't uh, as as um i mean not as many of them know as much i'm not saying there's not because of course there's a lot of them um so you know you're even if gamestop says hey you know there's an extra fee a lot of parents aren't going to get that so i think if that happens that you're going to find a lot of uh problems with with buying used games. But if it happens, like you said, Patrick, if it happens where they add it to the end or, or basically GameStop has to pay the publishers, then I think it'll work fine. I, I don't think there'll be a change in the way we buy games now. I, I don't know. I, I think, um, I don't know. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just going off a little, but, uh, you know, the thing is I almost think it's kind of uh, something where, you know, like I said, with uh, some games, you know, dwindling and, you know, your complete access to them years later, I think it's something where, you know, I, I get they want to make more, you know, you know, they, you know, they want a larger profit. They want to make, you know, a profit off of everyone who played their software. But I, I almost wonder if it's something where maybe like three, four years from now, as you know, retro games that uh, become retro are no longer fully accessible. If it's going to be something where, I don't know, maybe they'll just. It it, it almost seems like the. I, I don't know. It's just like it's it's a it's a gain in the profit. You know, they'll have more profit, but it's almost like not worth it. You know, long term. You know, they'll make some more money now, but you know, the it'll be up in the air whether it's accessible. Their games are accessible. You know, past a certain point. But um, yeah, yeah. With, well, anyway, I was getting off, but uh, I don't, I don't know. Going to the the profit thing, I I almost am kind of worried that they might just go hardcore and try to get, you know, almost like eighty percent for a, a resale. Um, and again, it's 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 a kind of a change in a mindset because it's kind of goofy, you know. You buy, you know, if I buy, you know, I buy a phone, or if I buy a computer, or if I buy, you know, a bottle or something, you know. And, and Patrick, <laughs> Patrick got upset again and left. <laughs> but, oh. <laughs> but um, you know, if I you know if I buy something and I give it to you, you know, you know if you know if I buy a if I buy a video card and I give it to you, you know, ATI is not going to be like. Well, you know, he's using the card now too. We should, you know, try to get, you know, some of our income off of that. You know, he's enjoying the card off of us. Um, you know, you know, if if they did something like that, it would seem completely goofy. It's like, why is someone going to ask for, <laughs> you know, if I buy a, a bowl and I, you know, hand it out and let all my friends use this bowl and I hand it to everyone and I, <laughs> I loan it out to people, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, you know, the bowl manufacturer he wants 10% for using the bowl. You know, oh, I'm going to give you the bowl now. It's a gift, but you know, to use the bowl, you actually have to pay 80% of the price for the bowl. It's used, but you know, it's you got to you know, you got to give it to the manufacturer. You know, yeah. And, 
and in that sense, it seems silly. It seems goofy, and in you know, I guess you know when you think about it, it is kind of goofy. They want they want a full profit off of every single person who's touched their software, but you know, it's, it's still a physical media you're selling, and I, and I, I don't know. It just seems kind of just seems kind of goofy, and you know, and again, you know, I know with software how it's you know there's licensing and stuff like that. You could you know you could already license you know Office and you know, Photoshop and stuff and never actually own it and you buy 30 licenses and, you know, have one CD and, you know, I get software is going that way, but it, you know, just on the basis of, it, you know, the profit, you know, if them trying to continually profit off something, it's, it just, I don't know, it's kind of goofy. And I don't know. No, I, I agree with you. I mean, if you look at, uh, 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 welcome back, Patrick. Yeah, I, I had to switch laptops. If uh, uh, basically what Frank was saying um, is uh, it's kind of weird that developers are trying to claim this money when it's like saying you know you have a uh, I'm going to use a little different metaphor but you have a piece of furniture and it's like uh, you know you sell a used piece of piece of furniture and every, uh, the people who made the furniture is like I want I want some of that money or if the person who made the cushions wants was like well I want money my percentage for my cushions. Um, and you know, if you can, if you compare the video game industry to other industries, no other industry does this. I mean, you have um, movie industry and um, book industry, and no one charges for used games. I mean, I'm sorry, no one charges for used movies. No company charges for used movies. No company well, yeah, charges like for used authors. Books. You know, they don't get, you know, you know, a book can change hands, you know, ten, twenty times. They don't get, you know. 400% the value because, you know, they're going to get the 100% the yeah. first time and then 20% yeah. every person after that, you know. I mean, you're right. I mean, as much as I, I, I think that I understand why video games are, or why video game companies are doing it, at the same time, why aren't movie companies doing it, you know? Why aren't authors doing it? Not saying they should because I think that would kind of be a whole new trouble with the, all three industries. Um, but by video game companies... Forcing this, I think that they're bringing problems upon them upon themselves. You know, um, like, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say, like, uh, uh, the person in the chat room said, you know, it's gonna alleviate a lot or alleviate alienate a lot of people. And I, I actually, the more we talk about it, the more I see that. Well, the thing is, is uh, you know, one thing I'm even thinking now is I hope it turns out something where, you know, like uh, when the music industry, you know, fought, you know online sales and stuff like that. I almost, you know, like I said, as, you know, accessibility to older games, you know, goes away. I almost feel it'll be something where, you know, and this is being hopeful, maybe five years from now they'll be, you know, they'll just kind of come to a sense it's like, you know, this is kind of goofy what we're doing. You know, it doesn't, <laughs> you <laughs> well, hope I, we, we wanted, you know, we wanted to ensure all our profits, but, you know, uh, it doesn't make sense, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, again, like I said, I know it's software and I know, you know, with software, you, you know, like I said, office programs and stuff like that where they license it. and So there's almost that structure there for software already to have some kind of, you know, resale where, you know, the resale goes to directly to the, you know, creator. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, and, in the and, and, I don't know. and I would say I, I do get a little, sorry, sorry, just I do get that they do want a little income It's and they're probably just getting pissed off because they're seeing GameStop get, GameStop get rich while you know, some studios are closing, you know, closing and everything, but I just think it's maybe the wrong way to go about it. Yeah, um, I, I think so, too. I think that, um, 
I think it'll work for now, but I'm not sure if it'll work for the long term because uh, just simply put, like we were saying, other industries are not doing it, and unless they follow suit, I don't think they will. They, it, it won't stick. I think that um, if 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 this is the case, uh, and and talking one, one more thing, uh, so the same person in the chat room said convincing GameStop to lower their prices will be almost as easy as, as convincing a, a, re, a rhesus monkey to drive you to work each day. And basically, what what I'm saying, uh, what he's saying is, you know, GameStop still wants their profits. So, uh, uh, oh, his name is Brian. There we go. Uh, so anyway, so they still want their profit, and and I you can understand GameStop wanting their profit. They're the person who's doing all the work at this point. So um, he's basically saying that they're not going to lower their prices. They're going to add it on top of that. So. Game use games that used to be thirty dollars are not going to be thirty five or forty dollars. Do you think that's how it's going to be, or do you think that so many people are going to be against buying used games for that price and just end up buying the new ones that they're going to end up having to lower their price? They ain't going to lower the price. I think at first they won't, but I think you know a couple of years from now when they see that um, their used game sales are so far down, they're going to have to lower their price because they're going to have a huge uh, inventory that's just not moving. Yeah, I don't know. I, I yeah, it's I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of interesting because you know if it, you know, yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I can't see them lowering their prices. It's just kind of a weird spot for GameStop too right now. They're um, you know, yeah. Um, even, even if they even if they help the transition with you know, uh, with this policy of uh, you know the a cut of the sales going to the developer. If they help with that process, you could almost see six years from now where they could, where developers could be, or maybe not even developers, but you know, uh, you know, console creators just decide like, well, why why do we even have GameStop? You know, we're everyone has to be online to play our systems. Mm. If they're online, they could buy the game online. <laughs> why even have GameStop? Yeah, and um, that actually was uh, my next two points is. Uh, Every Xbox game will be both digital and retail. Of course, not talking about Xbox Live games, but uh, every retail game will also be digital. So um, this could actually even say, you know, Microsoft might go, you know what? We don't like used games at all. So you know what we're going to do? When we see that our game sales for new games are declining, we're going to lower the price digitally and just get the whole profit anyway. And, um, you know, another thing is, um, and, you know, like I get, like I said, they're trying to make, they're trying to, you know, bring in more income. You know, the the developers, but it's it's almost kind of a bummer if you think about it. Like right now, if I, you know, there's there's not there's not many, but there's still retro game stores. Or you know, there's one down the street for me. I could go and buy, I could buy Super Nintendo. I could buy Nintendo. I could buy Genesis, PlayStation One, Xbox. And then you think five years from now it's going to be like, okay, I could buy all these things. And then oh, um, you know, oh, Xbox 360. I'm not going to get everything. Uh, the system after that, okay, I can't get it, you know. Yep, yep. You, you know, it's like the, the whole retro market's just going to die at a certain point where it just has to become, you know, scouring online for which, you know, online companies still sell, you know, yeah. what you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. And I guess it's um, cool in that, you know, okay, you could say, well, inventory is unlimited. Whoever wants to buy it, everyone could buy it. There's a, as many copies as anyone needs because they just have to download it. But then, you know, like I said, if, you know, if it's not available online, if it just, whatever... I don't know. It's just kind of weird. Then you have the other problem that uh, Xbox came out with this week is 
they're letting publishers determine if their games can be traded in and bought used. Yeah. So that means, now? Uh, Microsoft is letting the publisher themselves determine if the game can be bought used. Meaning, uh, some games, when you as soon as you buy them and open the package, their value drops to zero because it can only be installed on one console for the life of that game. It's almost like a car. Basically, it's even worse than a car because it drops to zero. But basically what they're trying to do there is give publishers the uh, right to say if they want the used game or not. Um, and if they if they say no, then that means that their game will always be bought used and they'll get the... Uh, I'm sorry, always be bought new and they'll get full profits anyway. Well, I mean, okay, so a game that might be just some random game out there, I can see them doing that. But like um, a Call of Duty, those games... They won't ever say no. We they have to buy the full value because a lot of people buy those used and constantly go back and play those. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think the majority of companies will will not uh, will will allow you to trade it in, but it's uh, just the the concept that it's up to the publisher and not up to Microsoft to uh, enact this um, uh, fee. Um, it's up to the publishers. You know, it'll be kind of funny because it's like uh, some some developers could say like, "Hey, we want the money." You know, no one could, you know, no one could buy it used. And then you could have other developers that want the good PR that they're going to say like, "Hey, you could buy and sell, resell our games as many times as you want." And you know, hopefully, there's a good mix of, well, maybe, well, not a good mix, but if both options are out there, it'll be kind of interesting because, you know, the, you know, the Everyone who buys games will be able to basically vote for their better, for the better idea, you know, and buying the games, you know, um, you know, if if one developer goes hardcore and says like you can never buy, you can never resell our games, but all of a sudden then everyone's buying their games and it's successful and it works out fine for them, you know, other, you know, for better or worse, other companies could follow. And then you know, on the other hand, you know, like I said, if if one developer decides to completely allow resells and you know, they gain from good PR and they profit from that. I don't know. It'll just be kind of interesting. It's just going to, you know, we're going to, you know, what, six, seven months, see how it works out, you know, which companies yeah. go which way and which yep. ones have um, better than expected sales or worse than expected sales. Yeah, yeah. Um, the next thing with the uh, Xbox, and we're focusing on the Xbox, I'm not Xbox, Xbox One, mainly because um, we know more about it. Uh but, okay, so lending a game to your friend used to be as simple as giving them the disc. Now, there's no more of that, because the only way you can play your, your game on a friend's console is if you're there with your username and uh, password. So, uh, what do you guys think about that aspect of all this? I think that's stupid, but... I mean... I mean, you know, I, I mean the, the whole thing is, is, is if you buy the game... It's yours to do what you want with it. If I want to buy a video game to play Frisbee with my dog, then I can. If I want to go over and let my friend check out a game, I mean, why shouldn't I not be able to let him do it? You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's it's, but it, it, what it comes down to is all these companies, and that's Sony and Xbox, you know, because like I said, eventually it's going to be all like that, is that it's, it's, you know, they're piling in the money like crazy, but it's not good enough. You know what I'm saying? They're they're just gonna want you to keep having to shell out more money. It, it, you should be able to. I if I if I buy a game and I'm like, hey man, you you need to check this game out. 
and I let you borrow it, you should be able to pop it in and play. You know, yeah. unless, like I said, the whole thing with the the codes with the used game thing, along if they don't charge that much for it, you know what I mean? Well, and that's that's the next point is you know um, you can't let your friends borrow games, but you can give them the game and they can do a pass for it, uh, you know, a play pass or whatever it's going to be called. Um, and still be able to play that game. That's why I think that you're still you're going to be charged from your console once you put that disc in if it's been used before. So uh, I mean, so and, and technically, I guess you can have um, your username on more than one console at once. So that also, if you have like a, a brother on a different console or a friend that you really trust, like or a cousin or something, then you could technically have your game. Uh, your username on there too, and you can swap games. So that's kind of like a, a loophole. But again, that's only going to happen if you yeah. really trust the person. But I mean, they have to have access to your account. But then they can only like if achievements and all that other stuff are going to go to the same account, though, right? It's not going go to go. It'll go to. It'll go. I think it'll go to their account. Oh. But they'll have access to your account, so you have to really trust them. I mean, it's not like. Uh, as long as your username and password are registered as on that uh, console as an as one of the extension consoles, I'm not sure if they're going to call it that. I'm just calling it that. Then um, you'll be they'll, you'll be able to play all your games on there also. So again, um, if you have three Xboxes uh, ones in the same house, you can technically play all your games on all three as long as the username that uh, it's the games are associated to are on all three. So that's another thing, and who knows how that'll work. I mean, um, that brings us into our next topic, the uh, always online. And basically, the always online is that uh, you will have to connect on, on your primary console, the one that you start your username, the one that you register your games on, you will have to connect once every 24 hours to play your games. Um, and this has been confirmed now. We talked about it on our last podcast, but this has been confirmed. So that means if you want to go uh, on vacation and bring your Xbox One, you better have internet access at least once a day because you're not going to be able to play your games after the first 24 hours unless you do. Uh, what do you guys so think about good. that? It's well, horrible. The thing is, is um, you know, I, 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 you know, the, the idea, I don't like it. The thing is, is like, you know, I, I can see some potential because they said the whole cloud thing where they could basically multiply the power of the Xbox by four times, and that's cool, but I I, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's a really nice feature, but it is a really kind of a negative thing to have it where it has to always be online, you know. If your Internet connection goes out or servers get overloaded or something, you know, the, the, the thing I think of, like I was telling you when I heard about that, was SimCity and Diablo. Those games were required to be always online. Well, you know, well, yeah, never mind. I was thinking if the Diablo was multiplayer, single player only, but you, the old Diablos, you could do single player, and Diablo, you could play, Diablo 3, you could play single player, but you have to be online to play single yeah. player. But any, anyway, um, you know, the, both of those games, they had server issues on launch day. People bought the oh, game, yeah. <laughs> couldn't play the game, and... You know that was goofy, and that seems kind of stupid. So you could think, I don't know. I guess it's you know if you want to trade, I don't know the functionality of having the cloud for the disability that anytime the internet goes out, your your gaming could be screwed up. Um, I mean, you do have twenty four hours. So I mean, if your internet goes out temporarily for a couple hours, you can still play. But it's the simple fact that you have to connect once a day. Yeah, that's that's uh, stupid. You know, I could understand. 
Like I said, this is going to change when they realize there's a lot of people out there who can't afford internet all the time, and, are, and, and they're going to be like returning their Xboxes and stop buying Xboxes because they have to connect to the internet every fucking day, and they can't afford to have the internet. You know, yeah, not, you know, you know that's who it's going to affect. Like, I mean, like me, you, uh, Frank, all of us, we always have internet. You know, excuse no, me, angry cat you know, guy over there. <laughs> no, no, what I was going to say, it, it's funny because um, if Xbox 360 was always online, I, I would have been out of, I wouldn't have been able, I wouldn't have been able to play it for six months. Uh, I moved twice. You know, I had a period of two, three months where I couldn't play, where I couldn't go online. And then I just had to avoid internet for a while. I was trying to, you know, cut cut down on bills, and I was like, eh, it's kind of goofy to have like that luxury when I need to pay for other stuff. But, you know, in the last year and a half, yeah, I didn't have internet for like five or six months due to moving or either due to just trying to save some funds. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, but uh, for like seven years before that, I had consistent internet. But for a couple months, I didn't, and yeah. that would suck if. Uh, I mean, heck, if if I moved and stuff, and I I couldn't get good internet. Like, uh, remember when I moved? Well, the last move I did it, I didn't have good internet for three or four months. It was a yeah. uh, horrible service. Um, I was paying for twenty megs, and I got one to two every now and then, and then it would disconnect all the time. Uh-huh. And well, and we'll, we'll just real quick finishing. If if I moved here and that was my internet, and I was paying for it, and there was bad service, and I couldn't get any better, honestly, I probably would have just been like, screwed. I'm selling my Xbox. I can't play it. It has to be online. <laughs> the service yeah. doesn't work here. Why am I? Why do I have this like four hundred dollar, you know? Well, now it's like two hundred dollar, you know, piece of plastic and all these like sixty dollar discs, and I can't log online, so I can't play it. It just seems goofy. Like honestly, I probably would have sold it in February if, <laughs> you know, given my uh, internet situation, you know, here. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, that brings us to me to the last point about uh the always on is they have stated that your internet speed only needs to be 1.5 megabytes per second uh, connection to use their online service. Now, this isn't to play games online, but this is to connect to their on, uh, online. And basically, what that's saying is, um, and, and I guess the, that 1.5 megabytes per second is now the lowest broadband um, in America. Yeah. So uh, basically, it's saying anybody with DSL or cable or anything like that, satellite, We'll be able to use their. We'll be able to connect online, and then that's their rationality. Um, I mean, that's uh, one good thing, but overall, it's it's kind of a bummer. Um, and again, like I said, me myself, like you know, I had internet uh, issues recently, but I would say, yeah, for the first, for the last eight years, nine years before those issues, I had constant internet all the time. But um, you know, I think it's just another thing where it's raising the bar and. It, it's almost kind of excluding some some people because you think about it like, you know, right now I could buy a console for two hundred. I could buy some used games for ten twenty dollars, three four hundred dollars. I could get a three sixty and like ten games or something. Ten really good games, you know. Um, but if it were, you know, you figure if you put the DRM and you put the always online, now I have to buy the console and then I have to buy the games, you know, maybe 50 to 100% of the price even though they're used and I have to have an internet. So you're adding, you know, 6-700, you know, for 10 games over a year and it, you know, you could almost raise the bar where you could, you know, knock some people out of where it's like, you know, it's not worth it anymore, you know. <laughs> I could do other things with my money that that are fun, <laughs> you know, why am I going to spend $1000 on on this, you know, having internet, having the console and paying almost full price for used, you know, games. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
so let's uh let's move on to looking at uh all three consoles from a oh actually before I do that I forgot. Guess uh five three four in the chat room said Microsoft is not set in stone uh about it. I'm guessing he's talking about the always on. Um, yeah, I, that's that's it, another good thing. Sorry, oh go ahead. He he said it can he said it 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 can change according to how people feel. So I don't think it'll last long. Once more people can once more people complain about how uh once people once more people complain. I'm sorry. So and they also said that you can use Wi-Fi tether from your cell phone to link up for the uh one time in 24 hours as well. So in other words, um. You only need to be online yeah, for a, a minute. Yeah, um, just to verify. But, but what happens if you're, uh, I mean, when I was young, for example, whenever I go to uh, cabins or anything like that, there's no cell reception in those kind of places. Um, and I would be there for three, four days. I would always bring my Genesis. Or you know what I was going to say? Uh, remember <laughs> we, when we went to Tahoe and we beat the Dragon Ball game completely? <laughs> we, yeah, there was no internet there. It was kind of goofy. We were in Tahoe for a whole whole week, and then it was like, oh, you know what? We're out in you know the wilderness, out in the, you know, there's a lake and everything. It's all beautiful. Let's play Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> we, 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 played, we played that for hours. Like, we if, I could, whole... I would, if I could, I would drop a spirit bomb on this fucking place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we I remember we played the whole entire thing. Uh, we we beat it and got every single like bonus, and that was back on PS2. And you know, like you because you said you know you're in a cabin where you had no cell reception, and yeah, we didn't have cell reception. Uh, I think one of our phones worked, and we had to go you know to the city area to use it. And it was yeah, I remember I had to uh, stand on the back uh, patio area for my cell phone to work. Yeah, <laughs> and uh. But but yeah, I mean you know it's 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 a very limited scenarios you know, you know where it's you know it's it's kind of a bummer. But then when it does pop up, it's kind of like yeah, oh, you know why you know. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get away from used games and always on. Let's t- let's uh, talk a little about uh, the systems. What we know about the PS4 and one. Uh, what do you guys think about game DVR? About the what? Game DVR. Being able to record and share your. Oh 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 game. yeah yeah yeah. Okay sorry. Um. I think that's pretty cool. I mean, it's, is it something that we need? No. no but, I mean, how many times is there, like, where, I mean, I've, I've called you up, holy shit, dude, I can't believe this just happened. I wish you could have seen it. Or, you know, same thing with you, I can't believe this happened. Like, the time, and I don't reuse the sniper in, you know, any game multiplayer, <laughs> but I was using the sniper in Halo, just chewing around, and I had two guys come up from behind me, which I know you can do the screen, and I actually did record it, but it's, it's um, but not all games have that. Yeah, Halo's an exception. Yeah, but I mean, like, that's where it was. I jumped off the balcony just like, oh, shit, I'm going to die, and just turned and pulled the trigger and and mid-turn blew the guy's head off. Yeah. And shocked the shit out of myself. But I mean, like, you know, when you do something, certain stuff like that, like, say, for example, as much as I play Gears of War, there's been plenty of times where you just have this dominant kill streak, and you're just like, holy shit, how did I do that? I wish I could kill someone. Now you can. I mean... If they if, if if they yanked it on the next system after that, then to me it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Either way, I don't need it. Yeah, it's it's, it's not it's something that we need to have on there. But it's a really cool feature that I, I I'll probably use it. You know. Oh yeah, I'll definitely use it. Um, what do you think? Uh, oh, go ahead, Frank. What do you think about it? Oh well, I was just gonna say I I you know I like it again. It's it's not something that's needed, but it it'll kind of help. And and I'm even thinking in different realms. It's it's cool. And you know, like Patrick was saying, the factory you have. You know those moments where it's like hell yeah, and you know you want to, you know you want to document it, and um, 
But uh, I was even thinking, uh, you know, with myself, like uh, trying to get videos together for like reviews and stuff. I mean, if I could, that would be I, very I, useful. I, I didn't see. I, I didn't look. I should have looked into it. I, I didn't see whether you could, what you could export it to, like what format, like if you could put it to computer, or email, or YouTube or something. But, uh, um, I know. Well, that that's, that was my next uh, thing I was going to say about it. Is uh, on the PlayStation Four, um, you'll be able to stream directly to UStream. Yeah. And then uh, I think it was UStream. And when you when you stream to UStream, it saves the copy onto your account, and you can download that in uh, MP4. Oh, cool! Yeah. Yeah. And this is a, uh, I guess, in trying to think of every possibility, it's a really random thing. But I was thinking, even if there's some kind of game that has like a horrible bug, people could record it. It makes recording errors easier. That's a very minor thing, and hopefully there's not screwy games where they even need that, but, you know, just, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was going to say, so basically PS4 has said, we're going to be able to, you're going to be able to stream your game directly out to the internet for everyone to see, no matter if they're on a, on a, <laughs> on a cell phone, tablet, laptop, or the system itself. Uh uh, uh, Xbox One has not said where they will be uh, exporting theirs to. Um, as of right now, they basically said that it'll be an uh, on-console thing, but they I'm sure that they have to have something more than that. Yeah, uh, I mean, um, but yeah, it's, it's a cool feature. And um, and then with the 360, you know, when, uh, you know, if you can, what is it, uh, if you can transfer the video or stream it to somewhere, you know, you could likely do it by voice, because... <laughs> with Xbox One, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Go ahead. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm just, I, uh, at the end of the day, it's like I said, it's something we don't necessarily need, but it's gonna be really cool to have. I mean, just like the same thing with the PlayStation, where, um, I can jump onto other people's games and help them out, or you know, I can just go in and watch someone play a certain game or something. It's features that we really don't need, but at the same time, it's. I mean, it's, it's something that's really cool that's evolved. Like, I have a friend who's, his friend, they live down south in Southern California, and, you know, we live in Northern California. They, they, uh, he was having trouble with this part on God of War Ascension, and he was asking me how to beat it. And I'm like, well, I'm trying to explain to him, it's just pretty much you got to fight through it and really be good with blocks and blah, 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 blah. And he was like, oh, I talked to him like a week later. I'm like, he's like, oh, I can't figure this out. I wish I had some help. And it's like, something like that's cool because it's like, okay, well, I could help you now. Yeah. From here, yeah, I don't need right down there to do it. And that's what I was thinking: is uh, with you and Mass Effect One, that fight you couldn't beat, or um, when you first started playing Dragon Age, the first first Dragon Age, you were just really confused. Yeah, because I don't. Yeah, because I never really played those kind of games, and I was like, uh, yeah. So it, it and it was weeks before I saw like you, and so you just kind of you just kind of stopped playing uh, until I was able to help you. Um, and yeah, because that was like, the whole thing. Yeah, that's right with Dragon Age, just because I didn't understand the whole thing with the healing and the. You'd, or and, you didn't understand tanks or healing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I didn't understand. That. Yeah. I didn't understand. Yeah. And then, uh, and, and then, like, what, what to power up on on each character? So remember, then I had to start over. Once you explained it to me, I understood a little better, oh, yeah. and I started over. And then I was like, oh, well, this game is hella fun. <laughs> All right. Uh, so what is what, okay? Storage. They haven't exactly said what the size of the hard drives are going to be. But um, a minimum will be 500 gigs each um, system. I'm guessing that uh, both of them will only grow from there. Uh, if they don't offer one terabyte hard drives from the beginning, they will soon. Also, um, I know that the Xbox uh -huh. One 
you can hot <laughs> you can hot swap or not hot swap, but you can swap out hard drives for uh lap for laptop hard drives like you could with the PS3. Um, so do you think that just offering a 500 gig version at start with the idea that you can add more storage is good enough? Um, you, you know, the one thing is, is uh, I, you know, I haven't seen anything with requiring installation of games. I heard, I'm trying to recall, I think I, just, I saw an article on it. I mean, if, if you have to install games, it could be an issue. Um, uh, Xbox 360 has mandatory game installs, or Xbox 360, Xbox One, but the extent of what you have to install, uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not so sure I mean, if you I, have to install, you know. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know. I could see it as a bit of a, a semi-issue. I'm, I'm even thinking if um, a lot of our videos, that, you know, especially with primarily with Xbox video, if there's any, if we're going to be able to transfer those to Xbox One, because if, if that's the case, I, I do have a lot of... Uh, you can't no. transfer anything that you bought on Xbox 360 to Xbox One. Okay, well, never mind. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I'm I'm finding my uh my six my my 360 is already loaded. I I've been having to delete stuff every time I want to, um, you know, download um, anything or install anything. I have to figure out what to delete. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I mean, I guess I guess it works for you know initial launch. It, it would be nice if it was more, but. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Um, like I said, you can buy That's your own hard drive. That's something I'm too upset about. What? Go ahead. Yeah, you, you can Sorry. buy your own hard drive and put it in there, or you can add an external hard drive via USB. Yeah. So and, I mean, and... sorry. I was just gonna say. I mean, like if if you have a, a one terabyte drive, which is only like eighty bucks now, you can just add that, and you can have one point five terabytes in there. Yeah. So. It, uh, Go ahead. No, sorry. The the one thing I was gonna say too is I I, I would imagine they're gonna you know they are they already use the cloud maybe they'll extend on that and give you you know who knows how many gigs on online as well too. Oh, that's true. So uh, it might not hurt that bad. And and a lot of stuff is is streaming now too. So maybe some of the movies I used to have to download I could actually stream like on Amazon <laughs> or something. So now backwards compatibility. There's absolutely no native backwards compatibility for either system. What do you guys think? Well, I thought that um, that the, the whole excuse with the guy was it from Xbox, oh, well, no one really uses, plays old games and blah, blah, blah. Um, what's it called? Uh, it's like you can't compare the Xbox to Xbox 360. There wasn't multiplayer like there was in 360. I mean, you know, like there is in 360. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, so, like, the way I'm looking at it is, okay, Xbox One's going to come out. Well, I want to keep playing Gears of War online. I can't play Gears of War online no more. Can you get your cat's ass out of the camera? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, what's it called? I mean, it's just to me, I don't know. I, I don't see why they can't just have the games. You know what I'm saying? Like, now, if, after the Xbox One, they come out with, you know, Xbox negative 55, whatever the fuck the next Xbox is going to be. I can understand that that one not playing 360 games. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, like, the, this next system should be able to play the games from before. I, like, like I said, it just doesn't um, doesn't make sense the... to me. You know, like I said, because there's certain games. like Now, like I said, unless they're planning on coming out with another Gears of War game, you know, but, like, look how much they screwed up this one. Just like Halo. Look how much they changed Halo. Yeah. Well, especially with uh, the PS4, uh, because they're not even using different discs. It's still Blu-ray. So they have no excuse of, oh, we have to put uh, two uh, 
lasers or whatever they're called in the readers in order to play old games. You don't have to do that. So I'm surprised. Now, now the PS1 or the uh, the PS4 did say that they will have uh, virtual backwards compatibility, but there's no details on that, and it's not going to be at launch. Well, uh, you know, one, one thing I was going to say is, um, again, in, I guess in a dream world, it, you know, it would be nice if they had complete, you know, backwards compatibility. But um, I was thinking with the, the original Xbox, um, I didn't play too much longer on on the. And, and again, it's funny because you know I'll get into, you know, when a game's just a couple, like a year or two old, I I don't, you know, sometimes I'll go to it, sometimes I won't, but you know, so I know maybe right now I, I don't want to go to three, you know, I'm not like seeing a scenario where I'm going to be like, oh, I want to play this 360 game in a year, but I could see you know three four years from now where I'm going to be like, yeah, I want to want to play it, but uh, I was just thinking with the original Xbox, I, I didn't really play too much on it after, and then it, but then well, again, that's what I'm saying though, there was no games. Other than like say Halo or Halo Two online, I mean as multiplayer. Um, uh, uh, other than those games, what games would really carry on? I mean, yeah, there was very few games that uh, carried on in that way. But um, I mean, I, I'm I'm looking at it more that I'm going to definitely keep my 360. Um, probably in the past where there's backwards compatibility, and then if you go even more farther in the past where I was just younger and I was like, hey, a new system, screw the old one. <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, in the past, maybe I wasn't so wanting to keep my old system, but um, yeah, you know, I think now I, I think I'm leaning more towards where I'm just not going to sell my 360 because there's still you know games I can I think, see eventually wanting to come back to and yeah. yeah, I think if there wasn't so many online games that this wouldn't be an issue because um, well, that's what I'm saying. That's why you can't compare the Xbox One. To the or Xbox, the first Xbox to the Xbox 360. Yeah, you know, yeah, you can't no, really compare them because there there wasn't multiplayer like there is now. Yeah. Um. All right, just a, just a few more things before we wrap it up. Uh, second screen, the PS3 has the Vita, the Wii will ha or has the gamepad. Um, the Xbox will have. I'm sorry, the PlayStation 4 has the Vita. The Xbox One will have the smart glass on uh, tablets, uh, windows, and smartphones. Um, some of the details that we do know is that the Vita or the PlayStation 4 will be required, or I'm sorry, publishers for the PlayStation 4 will be required to use uh, the Vita in some way to offer uh, play on the Vita via streaming service. Um, it's not been said if you can stream it like over the internet or you have to be. Um, in the in the same room like the uh, Wii U, but basically the Vita has an advantage over the Xbox 360 or Xbox One because Smart Glass can do a lot. It can control your Xbox, blah 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 blah. But will it be able to play games? What do you guys think about the fact? What, do you think that this is a useful feature, or do you think that it's just something that's extra having the second screen? Extra. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, in all honesty, sorry, smart glass. What do I use it for? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Frank. But it's all good. Go for it. Um, I, I go on it every once in a while to uh, see who's online, compare a couple of achievements. I, I've used it for my um, for my uh, uh, Netflix. You know, to control the Netflix. But it's. I mean, at the same time, I got. To connect to do that, or I can use the damn controller. 
uh, I haven't really found a big, big use for it yet. To tell you the truth, I mean, it's free to download. It was free to download, I think, so not that big of a deal. But I mean, unless they come out with a handheld system, and it really exploits the smart glass like the Vita does for the PS3, four, then. I mean, whatever. As long as they don't charge me for it. <laughs> well, yeah. Go ahead. Oh well, I was, I was just gonna say, yeah. I mean, it, it's a it's a cool extra thing. Um, the one thing I was thinking is, uh, it, it would be kind of funny. Well, it it wouldn't give us the full scenario, but I was even thinking of going back and referring to, like I said, how we were playing. Uh, okay, well, never mind. We didn't have internet. In Sorry, <laughs> thinking it out. Um, but I mean, it, it's 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 a cool feature. Uh, I, it's interesting that it, I like that they're putting it out there. You know, maybe it's something where it won't be completely something I'm like, oh, I can't play without a second screen. But uh, it'll be interesting just to have a whole cycle where developers are gonna, <laughs> where developers are gonna be able to, you know, toy with this stuff and you know maybe make something yeah. really you know interesting out of it. Um, and I know that with the with the PlayStation Four, that what they're trying to do is you're gonna be able to play any PlayStation Four game on your Vita. Um, as long you know, basically, you're you're gonna play everything. Yeah. So that means you know you could be playing any game on your TV and switch it over to your Vita. Uh, the Vita has more, uh, more than enough power to do it because it's only a streaming; it's not a, a actual yeah. running off the system. So I think uh, I think PlayStation Four has the advantage if if they yeah. start if they start doing something with the smart glass where like high end phones like uh, uh, the iPhone Five or the S Three or or S4, because um, those are powerful enough, I think, to do the same thing. So I think if they start doing that with those things, I think that would be pretty awesome too. Um, granted, you have a mobile; it's a mobile platform. You don't have a physical keyboard or a physical uh, thing to control it with, but it's still something. But you you still have to have the the PlayStation on, right? It's it's like streaming from your PlayStation, or is it from like the network? Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, th- I think it's from your system, right? It's streaming from your system, and I'm. Yeah. I think. I think. I'm not 100 sure, but I think it's over uh, Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi Direct, which is basically you connect to your phone, or you connect the Vita straight to the PS3, and you're there's that's the only connection. You're not actually connected to the internet at that point. Oh, okay. Uh, I think, but I'm not 100 percent sure about that. I think that's how that's how the remote remote play is going to be used. Yeah. Uh, so I think it'll be it'll be interesting. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, all, all reputation will be preserved. Trophies will be ported over, and so will the Xbox achievements. Um, yeah. So here's Bummer, one. I won't get a. I won't have a chance to to finally be number one. I. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I won't. I won't get a fresh start and like try to buy the system before one of you guys and just play some stupid game to get <laughs> a thousand points. <laughs> um. He's like, I want the oh, Airbender oh. too. Yeah, that's that, that's one thing. That's one thing they need to announce at E3 is Air, you know, uh, Airbender Part Two, and and you know they said they're they're gonna make a achievements dynamic, so you know they should just make a Airbender Part Two and have it like five thousand achievement points. So they'll just add a thousand points every month or something. <laughs> no. That game was horrible, but yeah, go ahead. Uh, not, not horrible for points. Yeah, it was yeah, nice a thousand achievement points right there. Which I, I worked very hard to earn. So yeah, go ahead. Um, so Bluetooth connectivity. Um, originally it was said that the Xbox One will have open Bluetooth connectivity, like the PlayStation Three does. 
however, it has been confirmed now that no Bluetooth connectivity, no open Bluetooth connectivity. The PS4 and the X, or, uh, uh, Wii U both have Bluetooth support. Um, and I don't know about the Wii U, but I know in the PS4 that'll mean keyboards, uh, headsets, even headphones. Uh, and so that basically, yet again, will block you from using your own headset or headphones on the Xbox uh, One. Well, what do you guys think about that? You think that that's a, a, another move by them just to get more money again, as it was with the 360? Well, all, everything they're going to do is to, is to be making more money. <laughs> I mean, it would be nice if, if... I mean, for me, it's not a, a game-breaker. I mean, it does kind of suck, because I think about it. I bought, you know, these... You know, the Turtle Beach headphones for the 360, and... Um, but, you know, I have my own you know, a headset that I bought for my computer but I can't use it on my 360, so it would, I guess it would be really nice, but then again, I'm, I'm not an online, I'm not a really big uh, multiplayer person on Xbox, so like, I bought the headset, but if I didn't have it, I probably just wouldn't <laughs> talk on it, I, I wouldn't be at a tremendous loss where I'm like, oh, now I can't, you know, say hi to people on, on 360. Yeah. For me, the, I don't know, it's not a big deal. But, yeah, um, no, I remember one time I... Uh... I can see it as a definite game for people. You know, we were playing uh, Judgment, and I was like, hey, Frank, why don't you jump on? He's like, all right. He jumped on, and I was like, hey, Frank, haven't you why aren't you talking? He's like, i got the Turtle Head Beach set. I don't have to fucking talk to you, though. <laughs> well, my, my I, biggest... I just felt my, the verbal abuse from, from <laughs> Dallas States away. My, my biggest complaint about it is um, I have owned four headsets for the Xbox 360, and I have only the last one as actually still working. As where I own my... Never on it anymore. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's true. But uh, I own I own my very first Bluetooth headset that I ever bought, and that's still working. Uh, so I mean, yeah, but there's also you talking about like you talking about you bought four hit wireless headsets. Oh no, no, I I bought one wireless headset that kicked out on me quickly, and uh, the Halo one was garbage. All of the Xbox ones were garbage. All of the Xbox wireless headsets were garbage. The battery would die pretty quickly and be well, the um. I, I've known a couple of people that, that it still works pretty good, but the Halo Three one, I bought, I bought one, and it broke. I mean, it didn't really. It, it basically worked for about a, an hour after I opened it. Returned it, got another one, and that one worked for a couple, like weeks, and or like right, uh, yeah, after the warranty was up or whatever, the thirty day back or whatever. And I just said fuck it, and just never got, you know. I just stuck with the wired headsets. Yeah, I broke I one, I, and it, it, but see, like the, the wired ones work perfectly fine. If I break them, that was on my that was my fault for stepping on them or you know my, well, pulling them and thing, snapping them. My original wired one just stopped working. My second wired one stopped working. My third wired one was the uh, one that was uh, the new version, the one that came with the black system. Uh-huh. And that one's that one's worked fine. It's, I've had no problems with it. Um, it. But the first two were the original ones, the ones that had the uh, three plug. Um, those both broke within. And I don't use. I never talk much online, and they both broke. I kind of uh, like those ones a little better because they fit into the controller better. Yeah, they did. Um, so yeah, so no Bluetooth connectivity. It, it, it's one of those minor things that wouldn't wouldn't make me not buy the system. But ha- not having it on the uh, Xbox One is kind of like, come on, man, just. Just yeah, I mean, it. it's, it's kind of a bummer because I, I could actually, like I said, again, it's not a big deal for me, but, you know, I could see if, if it did support Bluetooth, I would just probably go hardcore and be, you know, just buy one good one and that's my one, you know, um, yeah. for everything. 
But, um, you know, again, it's not like, uh, you know, I, I'm not, a, you know, I guess in my scenario, I'm not a big, you know, on Xbox, I, I don't play a lot of multiplayer, so it's not like it'd be the end of the world either way. But it would be nice. Really, yeah. though? Oh, excuse me. Really, though? It, it doesn't kind of make sense why they wouldn't go just use Bluetooth. You know what I'm saying? It just make everything easier. I mean, of course, they don't because they want you to buy their shit, but. Yep. Yeah, I, I was thinking too. Is um, I don't know if they're gonna allow you to use your old. I, I mean, I, I assume, I hope so. Um, you know, the old headsets for the original, and I, mean, I don't even mean just like the default Xbox ones. I mean, like you know, headsets that people have bought for the system. Because um, well, the it, it might not be at the end of the world for a lot of people who play multiplayer now because they might have already bought like their nice headset for three sixty or something. So yeah, I don't know. Well, here and here's the. Thing. Here's the thing. Um, hey, I figured no, I had to do something. You got a cat on your lap. Here's these angry cat. Let's wear cat theme tonight. Okay, here's here's the yeah. problem with that, Frank, what you just said. Um, although it hasn't been confirmed not to be on there, they have basically said that the only output and input they're going to have, the, uh, the uh, Xbox One, is HDMI. So that means your Turtle Beach won't work with it. That's yeah. true. Um, I think it works for my computer, but that's kind of a bummer. I'm gonna have to get another one. Cause, and, and however, oh, okay. However, bum, bum, you will bum. Be, you, will, <laughs> you will be able to chat. Uh, well, as far as I know, you will be able to chat with your uh, friends on 360 from your PC via well, Skype. Here's where I was gonna go into another off thing, and I don't know. I'm perhaps I'm weird. I don't know. It's funny because I bought these really good like Turtle Beach headset, like this Turtle Beach, uh, these Turtle Beach headphones, and they have like really good bass, and it just blocks out all the noise. In uh, you know everything out there, right? And for me, it's funny. I don't use my headset really to talk online, but in playing games like Fallout or even just recently like State of Decay, I actually like them because it blocks out everything and it makes it it makes it more. I don't know. I know I could just blast my speakers too, and I got good bass on my speakers. But for some reason, when when I play like those games where we're like supposed to be in the middle of nowhere, it, it I just I don't know. I like. Those headphones. I every time I play Fallout, I I even if it's even though I have these big you know bass speakers, I I just like playing. <laughs> That's exactly why I use these a lot of times when I play PC games. Even though I have a good speaker set for my PC, yeah, these are these these are actually uh, GameCon ones, so they're actually made for games too. But they're really good sound. It's USB. It's not wireless, but it's really good sound. But like, like, I don't know, like those survival type games, I like where you could block out all the noise and stuff. And, and again, like I said, I could blast my speakers, but um, if I play Madden or something, I'll just listen to the TV. But for those like desolate type games, it's actually, I don't know, like I said, I'm weird. Like I, I would actually be bummed if I can't play those those kind of games if I had to get it. That's probably like the only reason I'd buy a new headset. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so basically... Uh... HDMI will be the only input and output for the Xbox One, besides optical for sound. Um, as where the the PlayStation 4 has confirmed analog, uh, which through component or RCA cables. So you'll still be able to use your Turtle Beach with your PS4. And I think that's a, that's another thing that uh, Xbox, if if they don't come out with a component, then that might be something else they're screwing up because they're uh, uh, still to this day not everyone is using an HDTV for their gaming. I mean, most people are, but. I would say majority of people are. I don't know too many people are using tube TV. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, well, my my brother, you can get a you you can get a crappy plasma, forty two fifty something inch TV for like four hundred bucks. Well, yeah, I mean, I got my which 30, is still a lot of money, but I'm just saying. I got my thir- I got my thirty two inch for uh, one hundred and fifty. So I see what you're saying. But uh, What's his my name? brother was, huh? No, oh, go ahead. 
my brother wasn't using HD until just a few months ago. I mean, there's still people out there is what I'm saying. Well, I know so, what I'm saying. I, I, I agree. There is, there is. But, I mean... There should be the option is all I'm saying. They should have included the, the, the option. Yeah, I was just saying, you can, get a, you can get, like, a good 32-inch TV now for, I mean, like 200-something to $300, which is, I know is a lot, but, I mean, anybody who's working and buying games anyways could very easily save up and buy one of the, a, 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 a LCD TV right now. And I guess one, one more thing you could say about that is... Uh, Technically, if you are a hardcore gamer who's going to buy these systems and don't have an HD TV, you can also buy an adapter. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was thinking uh, I, I wasn't sure if they had one though. I was like, I was like, I think yeah, they, they do. do. But uh, all right, so that brings it to the end of that. I do have one more question uh, to end off the evening. Price. Uh, before I tell you guys, I don't know if you guys have seen this, the story that came out this week about uh, the pricing that has been leaked. It's unconfirmed, but I'm wondering, what do you think this, these systems are going to cost? Four to five. You think both of them are going to come out between uh, three ninety nine and four ninety nine, basically? Probably. What about you? I'm hoping uh, not. I, th- I think that's too much. But, I mean, PlayStation, will, I think, is going to probably going to come out more than, than, than the Xbox One. Yeah, I, I think, think so? I, I think it might. I mean, that's what it did when it, the, the PS3 came out. But uh, it just depends, because, well, you know, P- PS3, or PS4 will probably have, I know we were kind of talking about this earlier, but, I, I, you know, different options for the, the size of the memory and everything. Yeah. So well, they'll have different prices, but I, I think that well, it's kind of hard to tell because they both got a lot. They both are doing a lot. You know what I mean? But I just hope I don't have to pay hella extra money for like a TV option for the Xbox One just because I can watch my TV through my Xbox. Well, I'm whatever. I don't really care about that. So don't charge me extra. Really, you know, don't up the price a lot for a feature like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Go ahead, Frank. What were you gonna say? Well, yeah, I I think it's gonna be around four hundred. You know, of course, you know, in uh, you know, my ideal scenario would be like. Two three hundred, but yeah, I think four hundred is going to be probably around where where they'll both hit. I mean, I um, would even say something between like two fifty to to four ish, something like that in that range. It would be nice, but I, I, I'm thinking that it might be up closer to five, and I hope it's not. But yeah, I mean, I I I, I even think that they would even. Uh, I, I believe they did in the past. I could be wrong, but some of the consoles, like I, I almost could see them as just taking even a an acceptance and a bit of a loss to keep it. Low. Um, again, it's a long time ago, but I was just thinking uh, when 3D when <laughs> when 3DO came out, they put it at seven hundred dollars, <laughs> and they had a seven hundred dollar one, an eight hundred dollar one, and eleven hundred dollar one. No one bought any of them. They just completely tanked. Again, 360 and I mean Xbox well, and. PlayStation are popular, where they could probably still draw some people in for a very high price tag, but I, I just couldn't see them doing that. It would, it well, would just be goofy. I mean, the PS3 came out at uh, $499 and $599, so... Yeah. Um, so, okay, so most recently, the prices that, that uh, are speculated are $399 for the Xbox One and uh, uh, $349 for the PlayStation 4. I actually agree with these prices, and if I think if we go back about five episodes on our podcast, I think these are the exact prices that I said that I think that they should come out at. I, I, I believe it was close to that. 
Uh, I think that the PS4 needs to come out less money than the Xbox One, uh, just because of Xbox still has the popularity. Um, I, I think that's fair price. I think 350 and 400 are, are fair prices. It, you know, I even heard something that they're going to do. Um, yeah, that was a random report I read. Uh, I, I don't know if it's something I'll do, but uh, they, they even were going to introduce how they had that. Uh, they even did it for 360 on a limited run, I think, in the UK, where they had the system come out. and Or no, it was New York, where if you bought yeah, the system... Where you know where you bought the system and signed on for live for a month or for a year or two, you got a discount on the system. Yeah, uh, they're gonna. I, I heard they were gonna do something like that too, where you could get the price of like a two hundred ish, but you're gonna have to pay the ten dollars a month, which is the high fee for live. Yeah, and and that that, that was actually um, uh, Microsoft blogger Paul uh, Thorot. He's the one who came up with that idea, saying that Microsoft may do this. They may come out. Oh, okay. Uh, so it wasn't for. Yeah. Okay, I I, read, I knew I read it somewhere, but I was like, I wasn't sure if it was. I I, yeah. I wasn't sure if it was confirmed. And exactly what you said that that uh, if you want to buy it outright, it'll be five hundred. If you don't, it'll be three hundred. But you'll have to pay the uh, ten dollars a month for two years. Uh, I could see that happening. Um, ten dollars a month for two years—that's two hundred and forty bucks. So it's like so your system's gonna cost. Uh, five hundred and forty dollars. Um, might as well just buy it outright at four hundred ninety nine. If that's if that happens, I mean, I'm gonna. But then again, I'm gonna buy Xbox Live anyway. So it's like one of those things. People are gonna be drawn in by that. But at the same time, uh, there's been no confirmation. The the newest yeah. uh, the newest uh, word is, and we should hear within the next couple uh, within E3 hopefully. The newest word will be for PS4 at three fifty and Xbox One at four hundred. And I think those are fair prices. Yeah. All right, well, that is about it for uh, our live discussion. If, unless you guys have anything else to add? No. Well, it'll, I mean, you know, it'll be interesting. Uh, like I said, we'll have E3 soon. Yep. And, you know, one, one, you know, as much as, you know, issue as there is with the DRM now, someone puts out, you know, a very, you know, amazing game, and it says exclusive. Someone could win, <laughs> you know, at E3. And... Yep. Then it'll be interesting once, uh, if the DRM even it survives to the actual launch date. You know, like I said, there could be enough hate where they're just gonna be like, you know, what, what the hell were we thinking? Let's no. get rid of this. You're, and, you're uh, not talking about the DRM. You're talking about the always on. Oh well, I mean, for for both things is uh, used well, games primarily the DRM. On. Yeah, with the the used games because that's something they could back out of the cloud support. Maybe that's something they they can't back out of now if developers made the games require the cloud. But um, yeah. Um, you know, like I said, if if the the use sell, if the if the resell thing and stuff, if that even survives, to actual launch date, you know, when they when both systems come out around winter, um, then it'll be interesting when they, you know, if people, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how people react if they put that out there. I'm, I'm I would be interested, because you know, like I said, as as you know, as uh, uh, much as everyone hates it, you know. Uh, Hell, if they put out Fallout 4 and I, I hate it, I'm I'm sorry, I'm gonna cave in. <laughs> I know, I know, out. and I I, I think and I won't like wrong. it, but I'm gonna you know I'm gonna be oh, there like it. day one. Think, I'm gonna be you know like hell, you know, overcharge me. I'm, I he's gonna be like, choice. I can't believe the price, but the game is so awesome. <laughs> yeah, they could they could pull out Fallout 4 and charge 800. I'm I'm selling something. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, uh, I don't know. I'm gonna make it work. Even somehow. if it's blood and urine. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think. Like, uh, or Brian in the chat room agrees with you there. He seems like a big Fallout fan. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, 
But yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. And and yeah, right on. Uh, hopefully, we'll get a Fallout announcement. I doubt it. I almost see. Uh, side note: I'm I'm strained. I think almost Fallout's not going to come out for another year or two. But every single time there's a convention, I'm praying for some kind of announcement. I think we'll see it in 2014. Yeah. Um, Why well, you gotta crush right, his well, dreams like that? <laughs> no, I've been right. I've been waiting for I've been waiting for the sequel forever. Like I, I've been every single GDC, PAX, and E3. That's always what I'm looking for. I I almost think it's not gonna happen, but I'm I'm almost giving up now on, on these conventions. But I'm like, it has to happen eventually, so one day. But, you know. uh, so so that is it. We will be back in a, either next weekend or the weekend after uh, after E3 has happened with all the new information on the two consoles. Hopefully we will have a better picture of exactly what exactly what we're dealing with at the end of the year. Also, I hope we'll have some more people on uh, and we won't have some flakes, you, all of you guys. Uh, and hopefully some of you guys, some of the KVGT fans can join us next time too. I know a couple people uh, said that they were a little too shy to be on, but, you know, it's all good. And I was not uh, and shy, by the way. I, my my webcam, it's broken. So yeah, my well my <laughs> and my entire laptop's broken that it's it's built into. <laughs> and and uh, uh, I couldn't think of a third one, but yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say I want to thank everybody who joined uh. us in the chat room, Brian, <laughs> uh, especially Brian and Johnny who uh, go ahead and told us their name and, and chatted it up during the show, uh, and for everyone else who came in there under the guest names. Thanks for joining us. We will be back in a few weeks. I love the uh, fact we'll... that we're getting ready to end this and, like, we just got about three or four more people just jump, jumped on right now. I, I know. Well, we will have more. We will have a... Uh, uh, our notice this time we'll, we'll have a bigger notice next time. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll... for sure. Yeah. So, anyway, thank you for joining us. Uh, one one last thing for you two. PS, as of right now, PS4, Xbox... Uh, one. Which one would you buy first? Probably the one. Right. Hmm. I, I'm I'm honestly still on the fence right now. With with me, I have my I have my particular genres that I'm interested in. Um, you know, and I, I see Madden coming. You know, Madden's going to be on both, so whatever. But yeah, you know, like I said, there's for me, it's like RPGs and certain specific genres it's it's still to be seen because you know every every time the the consoles come out they uh you know each console is going to fight over these exclusives games that i think that are going to be on 360 might not anymore vice versa so i'm still on the fence i'm right now i'm leaning towards 360 but I, i'm still on the fence i I'll, i guess probably after e3 i'll decide when they announce more games yeah, uh, if if I had to decide right now if the games were com- if the consoles were coming out as we know it right now, I'd have to pick the PS4, and I didn't think I'd be the person to say that. Yeah, but that's. Uh, I did not like I did not like the PlayStation 3 very much. I mean, I, I liked it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a Xbox fanboy. I have the PlayStation 3. I I've played a lot of games on there. But if I had to pick, I would own a 360 over a PS3 any day. But the way it's looking, it's gonna be it's gonna be a PS4 at this point. Uh, we'll see if that changes after E3. Well, like I said, just real quick, uh, three months ago, if you asked me, I would have said Xbox One, no question, even though I wouldn't have known it was Xbox One. But if I knew, <laughs> three, mo- three months ago, I would have went Xbox One. Now, I don't know. Three months from now, I will. Yep. <laughs> three months from now, it could go either way. Yeah, go ahead. 
yeah, everyone in the chat room, and, and thanks for joining us. And uh, for those of you listening to this after the live uh, broadcast, either on our website podcast as a podcast or on YouTube as a video, thank you. Leave a comment. Let us know what you think. And uh, we should be back in a week or two with the follow-up to this show. Uh, and thank you two for joining me. And we'll be back with our regular episode next week. Uh, have a great weekend, great week, and a great night. <laughs>